Now, is everybody out there ready for another round of gaming adulation and bullshit speculation? If you are, welcome to another episode of Geshcast Gaming Podcast, coming to you live from the fucking moon! <laughs> You're so full of vim today. I'm full of piss and vinegar today. Is it because it's E3? E3. Big, or is it because it's one year since we began? It is one year. This is the Gesh anniversary show. A little bit quicker. Well, in fact, the Gesh proper anniversary show will be next episode. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say I so. lose count because we've done like three in the last week. I know. We've been spoiling you out there, people in podcast land. We've got a fun little show planned for you, though. Eh? Phil's just showing me his guns. Yep, just flexing those. We've got an interview yes. uh, for our first ever Podcast Heroes, as it's known, mm-hmm. uh, where we take a popular podcaster or gaming celebrity, let's say. Oh. Um, so we'll have them a little chat with them. So we've got Justin McElroy. He's the mad- managing editor of Joystick.com. Um, we'll be chatting to him about his role as one of the kind of editors of one of the bigger podcasts, uh, sorry, podcasts, websites out there. Blog sites. Blog sites, as well as talking to him about the upcoming Electronic Entertainment Expo, known as E3. What? I know. And we'll be talking about that later on between ourselves as well. Awesome. Good. One so is like a packed show. It is a packed show. It's like a packed asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So in the last week, Phil, you and I both finished Ellie Noir. Done. Done. Complete. Traded in. Traded in. Both of us traded it in. Game Station were doing too good a deal. It was like £35 and £5 worth of XP. And do you know what I got today because I traded it in on the deadline? What? I got 30 quid and no XP. Shafted. Shafted. Do you know what else I got? I got whatever their version of achievements is. I got an email today saying I got achievable. Son of a bitch. Yay. I didn't even get to be told that by the cute woman behind the counter. Uh, I got told by the balding man. It was like looking in a mirror and it was telling me <laughs> fucking bad news. The uh, trap, as she's known. I know, the trap. God bless her. That's it, don't cross the streams. <laughs> but um, I also completed Mortal Kombat on the PS3, uh, the story mode at least. Um, I'm going to do an article on it rather than talk about it at length because who wants to hear about Mortal Kombat? Fucking... I put in my notes that I bought an orange GameCube controller, which mm-hmm. has always been a dream of mine. Uh, those out there would know it's a Spice controller. Oh. Um, but I got fucked over on eBay, so I didn't get it. Gutted. So if anyone wants to send me one for a guest birthday gift, feel free. <laughs> that's cheap. <laughs> but I like it. I know. That's, oh, we I, still don't have a 3DS. Send us one of those. I sent us a 3DS. None of us have got 3DSs. One. Um, so with Ellie Noir pumped and mm-hmm. away back over there, we've got nothing really to play. No hardcore title to play uh, so so you say so well you do because you keep every fucking game uh, I looked at what's coming out in the next few weeks mm-hmm. I'm going to throw some titles at you you're going to tell me if you like the sound of them hang on man I'm just going to put on my game proof vest oh fire that gun <laughs> fire that game gun <laughs> that GG Allen Duke Nukem Forever's coming out probably yes. first you fancy it? Yeah, absolutely. Yep, good. I wasn't that far. Are you going for a quick fire thing here? No, no, no. Sorry, I'm gonna, great. Good. Let's move on. <laughs> Carry on. No, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it more as time goes on. Just because I like gearbox games. Yep. They're good fun. Mm-hmm. And it's cute looking. And if it's daft enough, then I'll be back. I'm worried about it being slightly under what we expect it to be ludicrous wise. Yes. And I hope ludicrous is in it. Mm-hmm. But um, if he isn't. At least a soldier boy, isn't it? Yes. But uh, I'm hoping it's going to be that over the top ridiculous level and it's not going to be this. It's going to strike strand the line. Is it solely because we spoke to Steve Niles a few yeah, episodes? Pretty much. Ago? No, yeah. I played through Fear 2 and I wasn't too enamoured with it. Yeah. But uh, I did enjoy certain points of it. I'm not that big on psychological thriller games. You like them a lot. You're a bit of a dummy. 
I just if I, a dullard. Any moment where the game will just stop, thanks. <laughs> it'll be like, oh, something weird's happened to me, but yeah. it's all in my head. Yep. I automatically know it's not going to physically kill me. Mm-hmm. What's the point? I think but that's... somebody like Steve Nails and John Carpenter. Yep, exactly. They're on board. board. I'm, I'm on board also. And it apparently has awesome multiplayer stuff. Yeah, so. I mean, I was looking at some of the videos and it does look like they're offering something a bit different in that kind of multiplayer genre. Grats, well done, Grats. Remember, uh, you can go back and listen to episode 7 when we spoke to Steve Nails about Fear 3. Good link. It's uh, episode 7, Making Hay. Great little bits about things that he had to take out of the game. Yep. Like the fleshy Ed 209. Oh, God, the flesh 209. Oh. <laughs> uh, and the last one on my list that I'm interested in, I know you probably won't be a Super Street Fighter 4 arcade edition. Uh, this may be the third time I buy Street Fighter 4. When will you learn, you lummox? I won't ever learn. I'll always buy Street Fighter. I will always buy... That's why I know one day I'm going to have to snuff you out. See, this is all good for you saying this, right? But you're going to buy a 3DS just because... <laughs> It's there and available. You don't have any games you want. You're on eBay now looking at the fucking thing on your iPad. <laughs> if I hadn't sent the request to somebody for my birthday for it, I would have bought one by now. Yeah. I think. So I'm I'm a sucker for this. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's fair enough. It only Everyone give, has their... It's little tweaks. I know I'll get there's it. New, there's new characters. There's new characters. I will play those new characters and then I will play it for about two or three weeks, get bored of the Louis game. Ryu, overtaken by the Dark Hado. Dark Hado. He's, uh, it's going to be very interesting. I wonder what they're going to take that character down. What, what this story arc will be, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shoot no, me. Shoot, shoot me with another game gun. That's it for all the, the so interesting always, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duke Nukem, I'd say, is top of the list at the moment. Yes, I would say. So I'm interested in Red Faction Armageddon after playing the demonstration version mm-hmm. online. Uh, but again, I, I don't sound daft, but I'd rather I'd want to play the PS3 demo mm-hmm. and then buy it on PS3. <laughs> See what it's like there. Uh, um, I watched more videos for Warhawk. Yeah, uh, Starhawk. Starhawk. Yes. Warhawk 2. The more I see that game, the yeah. more excited I get about it. The more I see I you, the more I, more I want you. Is exactly. What That's what I think to myself in my head when <laughs> I, I'm watching it. I sink down with the sickness. <laughs> let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you follow many of the uh, kind of extenuous characters in the wrestling on Twitter. Yes, I've, I follow about maybe 50 professional wrestlers on Twitter. <laughs> but I'm talking about the kind of referee staff. The, yes, uh, it's mostly Justin Roberts, stuff like that. Exactly. You notice that they all will tweet what song is in their head that day yeah and it's always some amazing metal <laughs> we've never heard of in yeah. about five years it's a band that five years probably about ten years now yeah exactly no they're all, they're all people love their new metal they do oh, I'm just listening to some Mudvayne where'd you find that dig it up <laughs> dig it up where did you dig that up from more like ah uh, welcome aboard we're talking about news <laughs> it's a good space for the Thank you, Glenn. <laughs> yep. The biggest news, I guess, at the moment right now, and you know, Phil, people listening to this podcast know we are massive fans of the Call of Duty franchise. We're never off it. We're headshotting. We're face humping. We're fucking doing it all. We're prestigious. Prestigious eighth time. <laughs> prestigious in the Foreign Legion. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> so, what they did, they announced they. They announced uh, that be? They announced the Call of Duty Elite service, which is available for Modern Warfare 3 that's coming out, but it'll also be available for Black Ops out of the gate. Shit. What so does it do? If, uh, oh, what doesn't it do? Are you able to prestige instantly? Yeah, you just press a button to prestige and that's it. <laughs> All your weapons just disappear. Yeah, like, exactly. I've made a terrible a bastard! <laughs> All I've got next to my name's a wee star. <laughs> so there's a little kind of hilarities come out of this because... It's a subscription service, so you're paying for it, and I'm assuming a monthly basis. They haven't said how much it's going to be, but it's going to allow folks to meet up, organise games on this kind of line. You can you can get, get stats on your previous games and information on maps and weapons. You can get map when you subscribe, you get all the map packs. Mm-hmm. You get those included. Okay. They say for free, but it's like PlayStation Network. You are paying for this ah, yes. content. Uh, and there's talk of subscribers getting a web-based drama based in the Call of Duty oh universe. Oh my goodness. Which will be sure to show up on YouTube and Torrents pretty quickly anyway. So, could you not do that with one of the Call of Duty games? Which one was it that you could go online and you could watch live play of matches and I'm just be sure. dots moving about the map? I remember Killzone 2 did it. It may have been Killzone 2. Yeah. It may have been Killzone 2. The, f- the more fun game. 
It's oh the, the Call of Duty Elite service for what it is. It's basically a glorified kind of social networking tool. You can find people more like minded to play games with. Uh, it's like a strategy guide where it tells you you know things about weapons and maps you might not have known, uh, and you get your map packs. It doesn't give you any true advantage over someone who's not subscribing. Yes, as such. Mm. But people are going nuts about it as if they're charging for multiplayer. Motherfuckers are charging for multiplayer. I can't believe this is a slippery slope. Well, what if Hitler? <laughs> what if he did? Things like that, and you're still I had a dime. You're still going to play the multiplayer experience for free, mm-hmm. essentially, if you're, unless you're paying your Xbox subscription, exactly, you know that kind of thing. But there's no features blocked to you, mm-hmm. and all these people are worrying about it's going to get bogged down in like little microtransactions and all that kind of thing. I doubt that's going to happen soon, but people are freaking out, Phil. Is there going to be some kind of app for this and the PS3 free access is it all on I think it'll all I, I would imagine it'll be online like the Killzone one do you know what fair enough I mean it's ah. it's just kind of accentuating the clan based stuff for yeah. console gamers absolutely it's always been there for PC gamers you know, they so. can charge for it and fair dues to them if Sony can do it why can't they exactly well I mean that's the thing I mean as we've said many a time on the show they're not a charity they're making money their job mm. sole job is to suck money out of you Call of Duty I think it's far outweighs every other franchise that they're bringing out. Yeah, it's the most popular game franchise in the world. If they can get yeah. an extra tenner out of a quarter of mm. the amount of people that buy it. I mean, I guarantee, Boom. my little brother, 12 years old, mm-hmm. not old enough to play Modern Warfare 2, I go on Xbox Live, he's playing Modern Warfare 2. Oh my goodness. Well, so, that's it. Everyone, including and then he's gonna, Remarkable. What do you want for your birthday this year? I want a subscription to Call of Duty Elite. Why do you want that? Who knows? Uh, no, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, it's a fair game. So, good on them. I'm not going to do it. I mean, oh, God, no, I, uh, <laughs> I'm oh, not going to buy Call of Duty. What if I get it for your birthday? Your birthday's coming up. Uh, please, don't. Please. <laughs> I'll edit this in so it's just you saying please. 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 But I just thought the furore around it was quite interesting. I think people are taking it. I haven't heard anyone saying they're excited about the service yet. Mm-hmm. Just, this is them fucking squeezing money out as one more people time. should be more concerned about why there's already posters up and standees and, and things games that are out until like games November. Until November I know chill the beans on their hand though I did get an email through because when I bought Borderlands yes it was the game of the year edition that had the wee code so you could get into the beta access Indeed. for Duke Nukem mm-hmm. uh, I got an email today saying that they were giving me free multiplayer DLC mm-hmm. and I'm not entirely sure if that means why that Everyone else that isn't in the beta has to pay for the multiplayer aspect. I don't, so it was I, an argument, did it? It was mm, Resident Evil 5. Yes, indeed. Yes, it did. I, I think the problem... But I never bought I mean, Resident I, Evil 5. I shit. got an email from them today, but I didn't read it because I generally ignore them. Mm. Uh, the only reason I haven't unsubscribed... Have you can pick up a wee job, eh, out of a urinal. Oh, and uh, lob it. Not for a second saying I don't want to play a guy, a, a pigman? At one man. A pigman? Oh, and jobby snout. In this, put, can you put it in his snout? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take that. Ouch. Take that and party. What were you saying? So, the, God knows. The, uh, so let's just fucking move on. Uh, go for it. E3's coming up. Mm. But I don't want people to think that the Tabletop Gaming Expo in Birmingham's not a big deal. <laughs> tabletop news. Let's say tabletop news. Tabletop news. Tabletop gaming's taken off, Phil. I don't know if you knew about this. No. People are really Pen getting into this. Pen and paper gaming. Pen and paper gaming. Dice-based games are going to really take off in the next couple of months. I also predict that tribal tattoos are going to get pretty big. Yeah. So both of those together stand up for a pretty fashionable combo. But anyway, E3, let's just fucking talk about that. Aye. It's going to run from June 7th to June 9th. Mm-hmm. It's quite early this year, because yeah. it's normally over my birthday. When I, as I do, get bored at work and look through emails from years ago, uh-huh. noticed that three, was I say three years ago or two years ago? I think it was two years ago. Two said. years ago, uh, you were bemoaning the fact that right now, a year to d- two years ago today, that you couldn't watch the conferences. And I thought, yeah, that's a bit, bit odd. Mm-hmm. I love to watch conferences. I'll be I'll be live tweeting it. This oh, you'll be live tweeting. Mm-hmm. Go look out, watch out for that, people. I won't. I'll just watch it later. I yeah. might watch it in home because they're showing it in home again this year. God, how annoying would that be? Oh, I, 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 do you? When was the last time you went into home PlayStation Home? I think the last time we went in was that time we went in when we were a bit drunk. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the werewolf thing with the guy in the werewolf costume. I told him I was liking his outfit. I'm liking your outfit. No response. No response. What idiots, man? Idiots. Uh, so E3 is probably the biggest, most highly anticipated point in the gaming industry calendar. Yes. 
and it's usually where we get the big announcements on what we can look forward to in the coming year and beyond. Mm-hmm. So I looked to see what games I fancy. Yes. Now I've got a list that's of games. I, that's all I care about. <coughs> what I what I want. I'm going to be live tweeting your responses. Okay, to brilliant. Well, well, we'll do take a quick run through Gav the game. Gav is shocked. Gav looks forward to this. So first off, Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Yes. The spiritual sequel oh, to Demon Souls. It's not uh, a spiritual sequel. Why is it a spiritual sequel? It's just another game that's made by the same people. That's very like it. Aye, uh-huh. it's just a game. <laughs> Mate, it's a spiritual sequel. Oh, it's a spiritual sequel. So, with that in mind, so that's the day one purchase for you? Absolutely. Do you, do you think you'll get the special edition with all the Part crap? Part of me doesn't want to because I don't want the walkthrough. That's really <laughs> wanky, isn't it? But I'm, you, can, you can pre-order it already for like £25. Yeah, when I got the Demon Souls uh, Phantom Edition or whatever yes. it was, it comes with the yes. book. I genuinely think I've looked to that manual for help maybe once mm. and it didn't really help me <laughs> no. so it's I, I think in that kind of game it doesn't really help you at all having a walkthrough it just you have no. to be you still have to have a level of skill I'd say some of the strategies because since completely I have used the walkthroughs to yes. get through um, pussy pussy but the strategies on the website and as the same people that run what's the name of the website right? it's the Demon Souls wiki thing the Demon Souls wiki it's the yeah. same guys that write the books yeah. for, which is great <coughs> nice wee touch yeah good on Dark Souls is going to be fucking excellent I can't wait for it go and watch the trailers and be like ah oh, that looks amazing in a similar vein to that we mm-hmm. saw uh, I think it's Capcom's game Dragon's Dogma mm-hmm. did you watch the trailer for that no, no. I have not we'll seen watch it after this because there's a griffin attack and there is a big worm as I talked about in the last episode, and it looks great. So we'll watch that afterwards. Um, get, do you think Justin McElroy ever suffers from a griffin attack? <laughs> well, we will not ask him in the interview <laughs> that we do later on. <laughs> Next game up is Arkham City, which is a sequel to Batman Arkham Asylum. Looks mm. to be a bigger, better, etc. Yes. version of the game. It looks fucking great. Yes. You can also go Catwoman at one point. No way. You can go Selena Kyle Catwoman. Nice. Very nice. I will buy it. It'll probably be a day one purchase. Yes. But... I don't know how excited I'm about it. I did like the first one, but it's whether or not more equals better. Yes, if it's an open environment, like a massive city. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the... I had how, no problem with it being in a closed environment. No, no, not at, at all. all. If anything, it gave you more opportunities to plan things out. Yeah. But it looks like even, well, from what I've heard, this has got even more of a kind of a detective style thing. And you know how I love detectives. I love being detective. Officer. Officer. Uh, we've also got Uncharted 3 coming yes. in uh, that looks again to be a bigger better more epic as people mm-hmm. might say online version of uh, the Uncharted franchise I want to see what new elements they bring in mm-hmm. I don't want it just to be a standard stock new adventure with the same stuff I want to see how good it looks it's meant to look great I mean well, that's it because when you go back to Uncharted 2 which I did this weekend mm-hmm. and play it again it doesn't look as good as some games that have come out since obviously yep. it's been out for fucking years yep. Doi. it still looks good still oh, looks great it still looks great yeah. but this next game's going to be amazing yeah. if it keeps up the same level it needs to have a wow wow uh, Zelda Skyward Sword not for you because you don't have a Wii anymore no longer for me I want to play you want to play this <laughs> Zelda Skyward Sword uh, even if they announce they say it's going to be on the next console as well they do the whole Twilight Princess double crossover effect. crossover I'll probably still get it on the Wii just to justify having the thing yeah. and not have already traded it in this, will, this officially marks the first Zelda game that I don't have the console to to play it on. Tough times. Well, you'll probably end up getting the new Nintendo one, irrespective of what it is. Yes. Not even fight it anymore. Get it. Be disappointed for a while unless it's brilliant. And yeah. Ship it again. Uh, that's good insight. I'll be disappointed for a while unless it's brilliant. Unless it's brilliant. I still give them the benefit of the doubt. Oh, that's, I do. I still love Nintendo for my black heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elder, Sc- Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. Yes, again, and our beautiful looking fantasy epic. Big Viking hilariousness. Yes, Frost it's, Giants. Why wouldn't you want that game? <laughs> it looks fucking fantastic. And I wasn't even a big fan of Elder the Oblivion, mm. the Oblivion, the Oblivion at Alton Towers, and I wasn't a big fan as such of Fallout. I know it's a different kind of game, but yes. I enjoyed Fallout quite a lot. But I wouldn't say it, would, it was not in my top ten list of games of, of all time. You know, it's just it's a a fun enough distraction of a game, but I, I never got into it. Yeah. Um, if it's Oblivion or Demon Souls, it's Demon Souls. Yes. If it's going to be Dark Souls and Skyrim, unless Skyrim pulls its fucking self together in a big way, yeah. it's going to be Dark Souls. Dark Souls, Souls again. Uh, Bioshock for Infinite. Me, personally, it won't be the same for everyone else. The mm-hmm. general consensus will be Skyrim. Are you trying to say 
that you aren't buck the... convention. Are you trying buck convention? Here? I am. I'm trying to throw feces to the wind. Goddamn Bucky O'Hare. You trying to put a bit of a wee Todd into a mm-hmm. pig man's nose? Pig man's nose. Bioshock Infinite. I have not played much of the first two games. Yes. I from what I've seen of them, mm-hmm. it, I love the art style, but I don't like the gameplay as such. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is about it. But this one looks like a much kind of bigger welcome change of pace for the whole game. For yes. the whole, it just looks good. Um, the art design again, even though it's different, looks fantastic, and that's going to be the selling point for me. I think mm-hmm. the second game was will be for me Bioshock Infinite's biggest kind of detrimental factor. Yeah, because there was nothing wrong with it but mm. it was on par with say Singularity and our yeah. kind of mid card game that just came out that's the problem me. when I see you I saw you playing Bioshock 2 and I thought it looks okay yeah but I don't need it to buy passable, it it was good yep. it was, but it wasn't as mind blowing mm-hmm. as it should have been as, a, as I hoped it to be yeah. Infinite does look like a different yeah. scenario obviously for everything that happened I don't know if it felt that Bioshock 2 didn't have quite the effort put in it was more of the same it in a way rushed, and I don't think it was the same people behind it yeah well that's it this looks like it's their focus has gone into uh, into Bioshock Infinite I think it's a case of you can't recreate someone else's magic yeah so we've got to start again can't catch that fire exactly in a bottle you can hitch your wagon <laughs> to a star but can you milk it the Last Guardian for the PS3. The reason I bought a PS3 in the first place because I knew a Team Eco mm-hmm. game was coming out. Uh, obviously, we've got Shadow of the Colossus and Eco coming out uh, on, as e- uh, HD remakes. But we've got Last Guardian coming out. Cannot wait. Big giant crazy griffin bird dog. Mm-hmm. You get to cuddle it. I understand. The bugger's going to be when that comes out. If it's the same as when they did the HD remix of God of War, yes. the price did slip mm-hmm. quite dramatically, yes. but not instantly. Mm-hmm. It did take a while. It went from full price for months straight down like 20 yeah. quid. I haven't played either of... It's going to be a gamble for you, definitely. Yeah. Not, right. not for me. I mean, I will play it and I will accept the faults for those old games. Mm-hmm. It's like when you play yeah. the HD remake of Perfect Dark. Yes. I can play the game, but I don't for a second go... This is the revelation is that you thought it was back yeah. on the N64 because yeah, you played it and going on today. you'd played it and I hadn't. So I don't have that nostalgia. I don't know the game. I know the game's inside out in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be a bit more of a gamble for you. But I, yeah, first day purchase for me for those HD remakes and Last Guardian definitely. Good. Good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> good I'm on you, Gav. Your, uh, your enthusiasm makes me want it more. Good. I, I, I really hope, though, it's Shadow You're the, the first Co- person I've ever met that's even mentioned Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus, especially. Best game ever. I really am worried. That wasn't just you, that was <laughs> the Shadow of Colossus yeah. general. I'm voice. worried that you will play it and go, this is shite. This is. Mm-hmm. I'm really worried because the controls are all. You know weird. I'm going to anyway. Mm-hmm. You know I'm going to anyway, even if I fucking love it. I know. You know this is pish, asshole. And Grow the line, up. You big <clears throat> fucking Wayne. You big fat bastard. <laughs> Phil. Uh, Saints Row the third. Yes. Probably. Uh, Saints Row. Saints Row. Back to the row. I can't wait. Hold um, up. Saints Row games. I know. Are we I'm ready for another one? Gesh, probably Geshcast as a whole's favourite game. Saints I'm trying Row to remember back. Was when we were still in the kind of dark years of Geshcast. Yeah. Was it not one of our original games of the year? Yeah, I think it was the game of the year. Because it was. When we recorded Underground. Do you know what it was? To the mall, people. It was fun. It was fun. And it was daft. Didn't take itself seriously, but it was still a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this third one, from what they're saying, is the story mode's going to be more focused. You're going to have the open city to explore, but when you go into the missions, it's going to follow a more linear path. You're going to have a, a, cent, a, a, pl- you know, a certain place you're going to be in, mm-hmm. and you've got a mission to do, and then you'll walk back out. And the, the one good analogy was like they're going to kind of take you on this big ride through the city, but when it gets to a certain point, they're going to want to take the reins off you. Yes. And make you go through a certain section and go, right, the story needs to progress. Here's where you're going to have to go. And that sounds good. You know I mean? I don't mind the fact that it's going to be have a mix between free roaming and a more linear style. Mm-hmm. If they can pull it off, then great. And it's got that fantastic kind of sense of humour. I mean, there was a video out today. Uh, that just There's a big futuristic jet in it. And it was like, you instantly know what cause it's central. I'm going to get to fly that. That's mine. Yeah, I'm going to fly that jet. If it was Grand Theft Auto or if it was whatever, you would go, oh, hopefully you get to play that, but you know in Saints Row, you're going to play that jet, you're going to fly that jet into a building and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw your head back and laugh. I'm dead. I'm dead excited about our Saints Row. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead excited. Dead thrilled. 
So, yeah, it's going to be great. And the fact Cheapy D is going to be in it. Cheapy D does one of the background voices. Exactly. Yeah. Cheapy D, uh, the host of CADcast. Yes. And we're coming for you, Cheapy D. We're going to try and get you on the show. That's a bold statement to me. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> You're ballsy. I like that. Who the hell listens to this show anyway? <laughs> but it's also going to be... Go insane, Gav. Go insane. Blah, blah, blah. It's going to be interesting to see Nintendo's new console. We mm. talked a little bit to Justin McElroy about that, so we'll not talk about that right now. Uh, we actually talked about most of the new things that are coming out. But what I'm most interested in is upcoming 3DS titles so I can gauge whether or not it's going to be worth getting in the next yes. year. I say this as if the Phoenix Wright versus Professor Layton game isn't going to make me buy it anyway. Isn't enough yeah. already. That is probably one of the best ideas I've ever seen. I agree, yeah. yeah. As soon as a good lineup's announced mm-hmm. and the prices are as low, because there's no guarantee, there's a lot of speculation about the price going back up once things like Zelda come out. Yep. And, and that's like two weeks away. Mm-hmm. So if they do, and I've missed this huge window of opportunity where they were like 160 and they go straight back up to mm-hmm. 220. Yeah. I'll be gutted. <laughs> I can't see it happening. I can no, see, I can't see a huge lift. Yet. I can't see it. Maybe a small one, but not a huge one. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know, the new Zelda coming out. I say the new Zelda. It's a yeah, remake of Ocarina of Time. But it gives me, I, I don't know if I want it. I don't know if I fancy it. No, I've played through Ocarina of Time. I'm not going to play that again. I know. It's different when you get like a new... Plus there's a mode now that tells you how to finish the game. All right, great. What the fuck? <laughs> Does it really tell you how to finish the game? Ah, uh, there's a hint kind of system to it oh, that's just for dafties don't worry oh, but still why even put that in because not everyone's going to be able to finish a game that makes you try harder oh, no. that's, uh, not, that's not the way it is these days not the way it is these days like Mario you die enough times Mario that's like do you want me to do the level for you I've never seen that happen uh, because we're good at games <laughs> because I haven't bought a shite Mario game <laughs> there's no such thing as a shite Mario game New okay. Super Mario Bros. Wii is still fantastic just the very fact that people who are shite at it mm-hmm when you die enough times it'll say do you want me to do the level for you when it gets you by a certain bit you can then take the reins on again has it ever happened to you on a hard level no oh I would love the controller at the screen I think no it's it, because we're not that generation it's a different generation it's aimed at it's lazy aimed at, lazy lazy <laughs> it's the now culture now 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 anyway speaking of E3 yes sorry off topic we chatted to Justin McElroy yes we did managing editor of uh Joystick.com. Mm-hmm. He's going to be jetting off to E3 in the next few days, like the jammy ba 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 sod he is. Mm-hmm. And we're going to just have a wee chat. We're going to play the interview that we did with him just before this uh, show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see you on the other side of the interview. Congratulations and celebration. Okay, well, we'd just like to welcome our special guest on the first anniversary show. He's the newly appointed managing editor of Joystick.com and the co host of one of our favourite podcasts, My Brother, My Brother and Me. He's Living the kind of life that we'd kill to attain. He's uh, Justin McElroy. Justin, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem at all. Thanks very much for your time. Well, that's <laughs> we, we were kind of wondering, you know, why you agreed to do this, considering that we are such a pissant little podcast. I get so lonely, is the thing. I work out of my house, so just to hear human voices, it, even though they may be foreign to me, is a, is a great comfort. Surely though, well, in fact, I've seen a photograph on you online wearing a kilt. Yeah. McElroy. Yeah. It's got to be a Scottish name. I feel it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you have a little Scottish in you? Uh, I, I think so, yes. Uh, we've never done much genealogy, but uh, definitely some some Scotch and Irish, as, oh, as far as we can tell. You just got out of that joke where I could say, would you like some? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see how artfully I danced around that? That's years of training. <laughs> Tell that coming a mile off. First, uh, first rodeo. <laughs> right, go for it. Hit him with some questions, quick. So, any first of all, just congratulations on the new job. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, well done. I think that was about two minutes after we asked you to do the pod, do the podcast. That, that, put on that was there was definitely a connection there. I think they heard that I was moving <laughs> up on the uh, you know I was spreading throughout the podcast world like a virus. So, how, how's the transition been? You know, from going from your reviews editor to the managing editor. How oh gosh, the, the you know it's. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry, just saying, like, how do the roles differ? Oh well, um, you know, we didn't have a reviews editor before myself. We we uh, the the blog idea is sort of custom built for news. Yeah. Um, and as we sort of moved away from the the core concept of just a a you know reposting news stories. Um, which is sort of the idea of, of a block, you know, quick hits, yeah. things like that. 
um, we we thought that the move in reviews was an actual step, and I pushed us into it. Uh, I don't know; it's been two years, year and a half ago, two years, um, and sort of oversaw that. Uh, so it's been really, it's been kind of difficult to move away from from that to sort of let that go because it was so my uh, baby for so long that it that it's that it's kind of difficult. Um, as a reviews editor, I, I decided who would play what games. Um, I oversaw all of our text. Um, I helped people select scores, um, not you know dictating, but sort of helping them figure out what fit the text that they had written. Mm-hmm. Um, now as a managing editor, I, I oversee that and then I sort of oversee our news coverage and there's a lot more, um, corporate type stuff, a lot yeah. more meetings with ad salespeople and, um, executives and things like that. But, uh, so I've, I've moved away from the reviews, which is, which is sort of a shame because it was such a, it was a gig that I sort of made up for myself. So it was yeah. never very difficult. Um, but, and, I mean, and this is not the, it's not the case with this new gig. So, I mean, is, is the job still as, as, as incredible as I've made it out to be in my mind? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... it's. I, I've complained to people a lot. We're hiring this week, and we're also trying to prepare for E3, which is, of course, our busiest week of the year. Um, so, you know, we'll complain a lot, but it, it's it's great fun. I mean, A, I can't, I can't beat the people I work with. Uh, B, you know, getting paid to play video games... Yeah. No matter how sort of disenchanted I may get with it, sometimes it's still pretty. You know, it beats it beats shoveling coal down at Armco, as my dad it's used to say. It beats doing what we do for a living. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I don't know what you guys do. It may be it may be totally rad. I, no, it's not. Nah, nah. We'll okay. It, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, you're talking about the application process. You've got some jobs on offer. Yeah, little, we we have <laughs> we have three moment. positions. We are, we're hiring a UK editor, a previews editor, and a uh, a weekend editor. And I have gone through seven hundred and thirty five applications. <laughs> that's not a yeah, that's not a gag. I wish it was, but I've I've read seven hundred thirty five applications in the past week. You must hate uh-huh. each and every one of these applicants, man. Uh, pardon? I wouldn't say that. You must you must just hate. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Ha- I I don't hate them. I do wish. That all of them wrote really well. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say at least over half have been really have been really outstanding. It's hard for me actually because I'm, I don't know, I'm sort of a wimp when it. So I read these letters from people about how, you know, this is all they've ever wanted and this is their dream, and I, I, I literally every it's emotionally like super draining because every day. I am single-handedly crushing the dreams of dozens of people. <laughs> like, this is my life's goal. I can't imagine my life without this deleted. <laughs> like, you're not... Sorry, your application's not good enough. That's rough, man. I'm doing that... I've done that hundreds of times over the yeah, past week. Yeah, in a very short period as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a really... Yeah, again. it's very... It's spiritually been pretty think, devastating. Do you think they did this on purpose? Just giving you this promotion just in time for E3 to kick in? This massive application process process coming in they're trying to destroy me you mean trial by fire sort of break you down maybe maybe i was i was too scared to submit for the weekend job but i saw online you were joking that you were going to disregard any applications that stated heavy rain was the game of the year yeah and uh, i just want to say congratulations on that as well all right fair enough yeah (laughs) i'm just i'm just glad you realized it was a joke i i got some very panicked emails (laughs) (laughs) no i'm treating it deadly serious (laughs) <laughs> yeah. E3's coming up, as you were saying, just yeah. around the corner. Pretty exciting time of the year. You know, it, it. sometimes it's not. Last year, it was not super exciting, just because we we had a pretty good idea of what was coming, and a lot of it was motion mm-hmm. stuff, yes. which yes. is fine and cer- certainly has been lucrative, but is not really in our wheelhouse of interest. Yeah. Um, so this is a cool year because uh, we don't know what is coming in terms. We got some neat hardware from from Sony, which we sort of we have a pretty good idea of what that is. We have new hardware from we uh, from Nintendo, which no clue. Uh, and then we have you know Microsoft with no new hardware, which usually translates to a lot of really neat game announcements, which is really where I I mean that's what I sort of. Um, Look to gravitate it. towards. Mm-hmm. So, 
I'd it's say a pretty well, exciting year. With Microsoft not having, like you say, the hardware behind them, uh, they have left a lot of gaps this year and new IPs and new games coming forward for the console. It does seem to be a bit barren. So hopefully mm-hmm. they do have this slew of games just ready to release. One would hope, yeah. I mean, they. I think we're definitely going to see a an announcement of a um, remade Halo Combat Evolved. And, mm-hmm. and that'll be probably this holiday um so that that will be there there's going to be something new alan wake some sort of new alan wake project but they they used to do a thing at microsoft they've sort of gotten away with it where everything they would do e3 would be something they were going to to release through the year which was awesome because it was like wow this is all coming like right now i I'm, i can get really excited about it um so uh, I, my hope is that they're moving back towards that because you're right. It's not a super dense release schedule from them. Like no. we don't have a super good idea of what's what's coming. Yeah, compared to PlayStation, who are already saying things like Uncharted Three and you know, sure. just all these big titles one after the other, they do seem to be pulling back an awful lot. It starts to make you wonder about the next how many games are getting pushed back right. to maybe a, a next generation of console. For sure. So, so my question is. Is going to E3 as incredible as I've built it up to be in my mind? Um, it depends on who you are going for. Uh, <laughs> if you are going to do, um, like, if you're just going, like, you're say you're like a manager at GameStop, and yeah. you just manage to get on because you're a manager at GameStop, and you're going to hang, like, I imagine it's the best because yeah. there's... Yeah. games and parties and lots of cool people there and and it's a lot of fun um if you're if you're joystick um or if you work for a print magazine it's probably pretty great too yeah. because you don't have a deadline coming yeah. up although I, I guess a lot of fewer people are in that position uh for us it's sort of a nightmare an enjoyable nightmare but a nightmare all the same because we you know, you, you got to think about the logistics, right? I'll, I'll pop open my, my calendar right now, uh, which I've, I've been scheduling us for E3. We've got no exact... I've got like this... I use purple for E3 stuff. And it literally is like this wave of purple just sweeping across the schedule. There are days when we have appointments from 10 o'clock in the morning to 5 o'clock booked five appointments deep five appointments happening simultaneously (laughs) now that sounds like okay well just a full day's work but you've also got to write that stuff so our typical e3 schedule is wake up at seven o'clock in the morning meet at 7 30 to decide what we're doing um and who's going to what yeah start working at nine and then usually we're up until one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning writing um (laughs) Just because there's so much to cover, there's so much to do. How much uh, competition do you think there is? Well, do you know there is? Now that there's things like Twitter and the immediacy of the news coming out, how much kind of friendly competition is there between the websites and the blog sites and try to get that information out seconds first? Oh, I mean, it's definitely... I mean, that's the game. Because like, if, <laughs> you, if you get your coverage out first, then you're the one who sort of spreads across the... Mm-hmm. Twitter and social yeah, media like Dig and uh, you know Reddit and things like that. So there's definitely a push to get it out first, and that's part of the excitement. That's that's part of the cool stuff. Um, the, the the and that's easy for us. Like we do that all year round. You know, turnaround posts in ten, fifteen, twenty minutes. Not a big mm-hmm. deal. Like the where where it gets tough is when you see a preview of a game that you're super excited about. And you, you know, it's ten o'clock at night. You've been seeing stuff all day. You've got this preview for this game you're super excited about. Can you compel yourself to sit down for an hour and a half to write a full preview? I mean, do you have the energy to do that? And finding that is is usually the bigger challenge. On, on taking your place as reviews editor is your brother, mm-hmm. uh, Griffin McElroy, and he's also the co-host of My Brother, My Brother and Me. I'm telling yeah. you this as if you don't know. Yeah, it's good. I'm, I've been wondering who that guy is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you've had a lot of success with that show as well. And without uh, pandering, so, yeah. it's, it's one of our favourite shows mm-hmm. we listen to each week. And you've also had a lot of success with the Joystick podcasts. And So my question to you, do you think it's fair you've had all this success with two podcasts and we're stuck with this crappy one? It's not. It's not fair. The <laughs> world is full of grave injustices. But of course, you know, like you look at gaming as an example, 
uh, I, 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 there's a new Call of Duty game every year, but I can't get Mirror's Edge 2 to save my life. Injustice is part of our DNA in gaming, right? <laughs> well, today, I mean, I was in one of the game stores over here in the UK, Game Station, and I was asked did I want to pre-order Modern, War Modern Warfare 3, and when I said no, the guy arched his eyebrows and kind of looked me up and down. He's like, well, you know, it takes all sorts, you know. It's <laughs> just kind of before we say goodbye, I want to thank you very much for your time. And this is That's it? First. No, anything well, yeah, else? I don't want to take too much of your time. You know, I know you're a busy, busy week. Man. Busiest week of the year. We can hang out longer if you want. <laughs> next year is busier. Let's say just a couple more questions. What's I stop doing this, year? I gotta go back to work. <laughs> well, now that Justin's confirmed, there will definitely be a remake of Halo. That's confirmed. You heard it here well, first. Uh, yeah, definitely. I, 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 uh, we actually heard that from a, uh, an anonymous source, uh, that we felt pretty good about, but, um, and we, we reported it a little bit ago, but I, 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 I think that that's a lock. I think that that is hundred percent going to happen, but I don't know the rest of it. Uh, that's the only thing that we're, we're privy yeah. to. Do you think the new Nintendo console is going to be as batshit insane as people are making it out to be? I have this this rule, right? Uh, back in aught six, uh, Nintendo announced that they are going to um, r release a console that you wave your arms around to control it, yeah. and but the the hardware wouldn't be much more powerful than its current system. Yeah. And then it and they were going to call it the Wii, mm -hmm. and they made a bajillion dollars. So my rule is, I don't try to guess what the hell they're gonna do <laughs> i i i have no clue i mean that's kind of what makes it so fun right like even i think they're they surprised themselves like last year or maybe it was i get god was it two years ago now maybe where they were like oh we got this thing that measures your pulse what's up yeah. like i think they, yeah. i said they didn't even know what I mean, they were gonna do <laughs> they just the said Wii. it <laughs> not even that they had it made when when they went with the Wii originally, it was quite a roll of a dice, and I think even for them, they must be completely surprised by how much it's taken off. So have, I, I have to imagine. But yeah, they're in a weird spot now. I think that they they have an opportunity though. They they were at the beginning of that casual wave. They were the ones that sort of orchestrated it. You know, they brought it to fruition, and now they can hop off that that as that market is sort of starting to die down. I think that they can like pop right off and catch the next thing while everyone else is still kind of playing catch up. So we'll see. Do you think I think it could be interesting. When you're there speaking to a Nintendo representative, having the the pool and the sway that you do have being a gaming professional and a celebrity, could you make I hope you're using copious amounts of air quotes as you were saying. I was that. Doing, yeah. <laughs> uh, could you threaten a Nintendo employee until they make a new Donkey Konga? Uh yeah, I can do that for you. Oh thank you, man. Seems like a an easy one, right? Like with it's the Wii mode, shouldn't that be our? It, yeah. Shouldn't that exist? I mean, they made a Donkey Kong a Donkey Kong racing game that was meant to be on the GameCube on the Wii, and then they didn't use the drums. What's going on? It's the best. It's crazy. <laughs> so if you could threaten someone, I would really appreciate it. Done. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> Let's ask more questions about my bim bam. Yes, indeed. What would you like to ask, Philip? Is it just a really good excuse? To hang out with your brothers every week it absolutely was the reason we started it um we didn't get to talk enough we lived in three separate areas and mm -hmm. we needed uh an excuse uh you know we needed an excuse to to be able to talk more so so that was it uh how we sort of got it i i do not know why we decided to do an advice show other than it <laughs> seemed like we're it's always a great idea though because you've just got content provided for you every single week yeah, right. I mean, it's it's. It, I I have little to no memory of how that actually all got got started, but um, uh, how we like picked the idea to do it or, or whatever. But um, yeah, it's been it's been people really, you know, it's weird. My bim bam success. I feel like I can only take so much credit for it because it's really just the product of us being brothers for twenty years. You know, yeah. it's like I I. It's not something we have to work super hard at. It's just sort of the chemistry that we have mm. uh, biologically. No, absolutely. <laughs> so One of the main things that drew it to me when I started listening, because it was Gav that put me onto it in the first place, uh, was the fact I have two brothers as well, and you can really get that feeling 
of the synergy that you can only get with siblings mm -hmm. and it really shines through to get a bit sappy it's really nice <laughs> but even even with that i mean you say you don't know why you chose an advice show but when you listen to the show as crazy as some of the things can be occasionally you will get that little nugget of good advice it's so rare it's increasingly more rare i think to actually get anything worthwhile out of it but yeah that's it's nice when that kind of works out that way <laughs> but yeah and no, i mean so once again i think i feel really guilty taking all this time no yeah i mean you should i'm i'm a celebrity you're a gaming quote, celebrity unquote. Gaming I'm a gaming podcast professional, quote unquote. Is there any other podcast you listen to? Oh wow, yeah. Uh, Besides ours, yeah. I listen to. Um, uh, I'm, I'm opening my iPhone right now to to make sure I don't forget anything. Um, mm -hmm. As far as gaming podcasts, I always listen to uh, the Giant Bomb Cast. Mm -hmm. is is one of my is one of my jams. Um, I listen to gamer and Gamers with Jobs is the other one that I really like. Um, oh. As far as comedy stuff, I like the other stuff on our Max Fun Network, like Jordan Jesse Go and and uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself. Uh, uh, yeah, Dude is one of my favorite. It's a comedy <laughs> podcast that's, that's really a, changed my life. It's fantastic. Um, and my like little one that I recommend to everybody is uh, is called Stuff You Should Know. That uh, they they take they do like two or three shows weekly half hour long and then they just take a topic and explain it to you so it make you like sort of a mini expert on it so um that's that's a really good one too oh, that's cool, man. Well, sorry i'm way into podcasting no absolutely yeah. i mean obviously we started this off about a year ago we started practicing about 12 months before that yeah and it was just off the back of a series of podcasts coming out that just made you think you can give it a go yourself you can try it i think justin can tell that the practice has paid off because we're so professional you guys are actually light years ahead of most of most uh, starting podcasts, definitely. Do you want I to think know your, your months of preparation have paid off. Yes. I knew it. Vindication. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, you should be proud, in fact, because when we you set this up, you should be proud. Uh, when we originally set this up and we wanted to talk about podcasts a little bit, one of the questions was going to be, what kind of tips would you give for people starting out? And to avoid you just saying, get a decent mic, I bought a mic. So this is the official Justin Mac McElroy microphone. Microphone. <laughs> I want you to name it that. I was the SS Justin. I'm going to write um, on it with the a sharpie. Um, yeah, sharpie. that's 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 the 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 number one thing people don't realize that you can do for your for your podcast is get mm. a decent mic. Well, it took us 24 months. Yeah. <laughs> so Justin, say so you're the Justin is the second interview we've ever done. It was mm -hmm. on our first anniversary show. Mm -hmm. What a gag! What a lovely I, fella. I'm just happy to be here on the anniversary. It's a special occasion. I hope the, the tux I wore wasn't too much. No, you <laughs> look amazing. No, the trousers could have been worn. The trousers would have been nice. But yeah, anyway. pants would have been a good choice, but here we are. Well, Justin, I just want to thank you very much for your time. I know it's a very busy week for you. don't want to take too much more of your time. Oh, guys, I appreciate you having me, for sure. No, Some absolutely. Man. Thank you very much. What a man. I, was going to say I hope you're using manning with air quotes again. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for your time today. Cool. Thanks, guys. Take care. I want the world to know a happy weekend. Something be. Right. That was great, wasn't it? That was good. That was a great interview. And if you didn't think I said thank you to that man enough on... You don't know how I'm going to edit it yet, man. It makes yeah. sound completely You're going to take out all the thank yous. Mm -hmm. Thank you, anyway, Justin. You are an officer and a gentleman. You are the hero of the Gesh Week. Yay! Well done. And uh, so podcast hero number one. We did finish off naming the microphone after him. Yes, indeed, uh, with in accordance with his wishes. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll put up. With, we have now tweeted the picture of the microphone, which has now been adorned. Exactly. Why his, didn't you find our Twitter feed? Indeed, Phil. Where can they find us on Twitter? It is at Geshcast. Oh, it's they, written in the, the stars. stars. They can also email us at gesh at geshcast dot com. Don't mm -hmm. forget that. Mm -hmm. And you can visit the website and read all the blogs at geshcast dot com. They're infrequent blogs, but you know, you know what? Phil? It's additional content. That's why I like to see it. You're going to get a couple of new blogs a week. It's additional content. No one's getting their news from Geshcast. All they're getting is raw opinion. Opinion. So get the raw new opinions. Get the raw opinion. The new opinion. New opinions, we have another site contributor. Indeed, Ian Von Gosh. <laughs> He's going to be giving us some uh, new blogs, so we're going to have to be full of content. 
fucking stuffed. Packed full like a German oh, sausage. Stuffed. I'm stuffed. Uh, the competition that we ran, uh, Second Life, that is going to be extended. If you want to hear what the competition was mm-hmm. and the sound itself, you're going to have to listen to the last episode of the podcast. Why not do it, it anyway? Why not do it anyway? Exactly. I had a cold last week. You can <laughs> listen to how great. stuffy my nose Yeah, was. you were sucking a lozenge at one point. Oh, you sounded like Albert Steptoe. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I think I liked most about... <laughs> Before we go, though, we should also mention... Uh, you started yes indeed for the PS3 for the PS3 you gave this a, this arrived from Boomerang Games there a week yes thank you Boomerang Games I got you started the game I wanted for a week don't thank months. them man you paid for I that I do service. pay for that service you know fuck you Boomerang <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah you start to as a game where you use it's almost in a sing star vein mm-hmm. except you're using movie clips you use the the camera and you insert the yourself the i PS3 PlayStation Eye camera, and you uh, put yourself into certain clips from films, from TV shows, and you follow a script, or you can ad lib. I highly recommend that you check out uh, both the videos that you put up so far. You can find yes. them on the Geshcast Twitter feed. You can find them on the Geshcast Twitter or feed. Roll it black back. Yeah, I'll probably stick up some links onto the website as well because yep. it's almost impossible to rip the videos from the Ustar website. Yes, they are quite tough to do. We can link to them. Um, they're on the. There was talking about sharing them on Facebook and Twitter, but I don't want to link my accounts to the Ustar no, website. Fair enough. So, um, but yeah, it's good fun. I really enjoyed using it. I mean, it's fiddly, mm-hmm. and it is nowhere near how they put it in their adverts. I think you're selling yourself short, man. But uh, they, it was a lot of fun doing them. The results are nothing short of spectacular. So I managed to get myself into the Star Trek Next Generation don't universe. Spoil it, man. Just let them find it. Oh, let okay. them feel it. Let them feel it. Let them feel it. Thank you very much for joining us once again. Yep, thank you very much for downloading the podcast. Good on you. Take care. Fucking Viva La Raza. Viva La Raza.